Locked On Texans, your daily Houston Texans podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, to another installment of Locked On Texans, your daily podcast covering your favorite football team every single day. And as always, I'm your host, Texans reporter for ESPN Houston, Cody Davis, along with my partner in crime. The other half, John Sumsport, Sky Hickman, and this episode is brought to you by 1010. 1010 is an exclusive collection of 10 of one-of-a-kind engagement rings designed by 10 of the most distinctive designers working today. Using diamonds responsibly and sustainably sourced from Botswana, 10 designers masters have produced a uniquely beautiful diamond ring, launching exclusively on January 18th at BlueNile.com. This exciting limited edition collection of diamond engagement rings launches on January 18th, and you can receive it exclusively at BlueNow.com. Wish I would have known about this uh, a few months ago. Oh, oh, I don't want to uh, say let's, nothing. Let's, but let's, ooh. Just, just, <laughs> let's just keep that on the low. Welcome in everybody to you know Wednesday show for Locked On Texans podcast. Your team every day. You can find our podcast on all of the major podcasting platforms, including Google and Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Megaphone, and Spotify. Well, Cody, for today's show, we will discuss the possibility of JJ Watt and Deshaun Watson sitting for the rest of the year, what that would do uh, for this team moving forward to close out the three games. So we're going to discuss that. Also, if Deshaun Watson plays or not, he's already uh, made it known who he wants as his next head coach. And the owner, Cal McNair, have already spoke about they will work hand in hand. He will be a part of the coaching search. So what does that mean? Also, to end it off, Cody, what do we have? And with the news that Justin Reed will be out for the remainder of the season, John and I will discuss the golden opportunity Lonnie Johnson Jr. has to showcase his potential as one of the Texans' best defensive backs heading into next season. But over the last 24 hours, we have seen the Texans rule out Reed and Randall Cobb for the rest of the season due to their respective injuries. And in Reed's case, on yesterday, he actually underwent surgery on the hand that he injured during the Texans' loss against the Chicago Bears on Sunday. And speaking of Sunday's game, Reed wasn't the only one who got a little bit banged up as Brandon Dunn, Duke Johnson, and we even got a little scare from Deshaun Watson himself, as all of them, in one, in, in some way, shape, or form, suffered some type of injury and in Brandon Dunn case we still do not have any update on his status but John listeners when you look at where the Houston Texans are three games left into this season there's literally nothing to play for at this point actually with the loss on Sunday Houston has officially been eliminated from postseason qualification this team had a scare in Watson And we all know how injury prone J.J. Watt has been throughout his career. John, if you were in charge of this organization, how would you handle these last three games juggling whether or not to play your franchise stars? Now, both of these guys have been approached with this topic after Sunday's game. And Watson and Watt have both said that if they are healthy, they are going to play. And once again, like I mentioned on Monday, And that is part of the reason why Watson returned to the field after he hurt his funny bone. I know Romeo Cannell took a lot of heat from that, but in the Texans defense, once again, that was Deshaun Watson's decision. 
So if the question is whether or not J.J. Watt and Deshaun Watson uh, should sit for the rest of the year, I would say, yes, they should. I think that J.J. Watt has been out of it for a long time. Uh, He is one of those players that have seen great years here in Houston for the Texans. And he just looks tired of it, man. You know, for two years, you had a top three defense in the league. One year, I believe they were number one. In a five-year span, you had the top five defense, I believe, three times. Uh, You were always let down, basically because of your quarterback. Um, And then now you finally get a quarterback, and then you have a head coach and general manager that completely botched the job. So he's, he's fed up. He's pissed off. We've seen it in his meetings. We've seen it in the in the press conferences how pissed off he is. Now, along with, with that, you have to look at Deshaun Watson and ask yourself, what do you gain out of playing him? Nothing. Zero. Nada. There's nothing that Deshaun Watson would get outside of boosting his stats that would help this team finish off the year. Cody, as you mentioned it, they are mathematically eliminated from ever reaching the playoffs. And on top of that, with that scare that you had on Sunday, do you want to risk him actually missing substantial time? Because if he put it like this, Cody and listeners, if he gets hurt again and is significant, that kind of scares off the potential next head coach and general manager. Like if I come into this job and you're telling me that to start this season, especially as a head coach, to start this season, I may not have Deshaun Watson for five or six games. Uh, I don't think I want that job. I don't. And this is also considering that you don't have a first or second round pick. So they wouldn't gain anything out of continually playing him. Now, the reality of it is we're probably more than likely are still going to see them play football. We may not see them play in the last week of the season because, I mean, at that point, just like last year, there's nothing to gain or lose. You're just playing, right? So they probably won't play in the last game, but I expect them to play in the next two games. I'm against it, uh, but I expect them to play. Normally, I am on the side of business, i.e. if the player is healthy, they should play, but 2020 has been everything but normal. And with that being said, Houston might as well sit their franchise stars. Not only can it prevent them from sustaining a devastating injury, but John, listeners, we are still in the middle of a pandemic. (laughs) So not only has this been a bad season, but because of this virus, about 75% of your stadium is empty. TV ratings is going to take a small hit towards the end of this season because the CBS company is in a dispute with DirecTV and AT&T. So if you have one of those, that sucks. Exactly. And if you have any one of those as your television providers, nine times out of 10, you're not going to see these last three games. And to make matters even worse, you have a portion of fans who are choosing not to watch the Texans finish off this season because they're tired of the BS. And I say all that to bring it back around to whether or not J.J. Watt and Deshaun Watson should, should sit down. They can't even use the I'm going to play for the fans because as of right now, entering these last three games, the fans that they play for falls in one of these three, one of these three categories, either A, They can't go to the game because of the pandemic. B, they can't watch the game because of their TV 
provider. And then lastly, they might not even want to watch you play because they're tired of how bad this organization has mistreated you as the product on the field. Whether or not Deshaun Watson plays on Sunday and moving forward, we will not change the fact that he has been asked, who does he like to be the next head coach? And he will be involved in the search somehow, some way, according to Cal McNair. So that is what we're going to discuss next. But right now, I want to tell you guys about Bill Barr, who's gotten even better, even more delicious. 18 amazing flavors, six new flavors, caramel brownie, cookies and cream, cherry barcia, lemon almond cheesecake, carrot cake, and apple almond crisp. They also have your 12 original flavors, coconut almond, raspberry, German chocolate, peanut butter, and so on and so forth. And all of them are covered in 100% chocolate, soft and easy to chew. If you need them for work, if you need a quick snack to power through the day, Bill Bar is where you need to be. Bill Bar is a great replacement for the health conscious guy. Lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat. Bars are low calorie, low sugar, high protein, and high fiber. Great for a keto diet. Free cooler with the purchase while supplies last. This will only last for a week or so, so be advised. Go to billboard.com and use promo code locked on. You'll get 20% off your next order. Use promo code L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N for 20% off at billboard.com. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Locked On Texans, only on the Locked On Podcast Network, Cody Davis, Johnson, Sports Guy Hickman. Please be sure to check out our Crossover Thursday edition of Locked On Texans, as John and I are joined by Evan Settery, the host of Locked On Colts, as we preview the Texans match against the 9-4 Indianapolis Colts, a team who literally just smacked the hell out of the Las Vegas Raiders 44-27 this past Sunday. And John, I just want to say I'm sorry. I apologize. You was right. The Colts were the better team in 2020. I really thought prior to the start of the season, by the time we get this far, I thought we'd be looking at a situation where the Indianapolis Colts would be four and nine and the Houston Texans would have been nine and four, but oh, well. Hey man, listen, I told you. Do I, you know, when people say, I hate to say, I told you so. Um, I don't really hate to say it. I mean, I I like to say, I, I told you so. I told you so. And there was a lot of optimism fed to us about players, about positions from positional coaches and a sense of and assistant coaches. But this team was just not put together good on all phases of the ball. But what we're hoping is Watson, Cal McNair, uh, everybody that's a part of the search can get it right. Also bringing in someone that understands that this could be a one season offseason turnaround. Or this could be a two to three offseason turnaround. It all depends on who they bring in and their plan and how they execute it. But no matter what, Deshaun Watson will have a say for the next guy to take over Houston's head coaching job and maybe possibly the general manager as well. And we do know, like I mentioned, they have a committee search that is working on all of that. But Deshaun Watson, ladies and gentlemen, is a part of the search. And I like it. I like it because this isn't 1992, this isn't 99, this isn't 06, this isn't 2011. This NFL league we have now is starting to uh, trans transition to the players actually getting more safe. And I say that because Patrick Mahomes, man, I mean, he's a trailblazer. 
Patrick Mahomes just got a $450 million deal for the next 10 years. So that means they are invested in him. He's getting a say in a lot of things in Kansas City, who they draft. He wanted Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, even things outside of football. I'm worth $450 million y'all just gave me. I can set up some voting stations for for people to come vote. So he has a lot of power on and off the field. Now, Deshaun didn't get that long-ass contract or that big-ass contract. Like He didn't get the $450 million. He didn't get the 10 years, but he got a big contract. And he's investing in Houston for the next four to five years. They have to make sure that, A, their investment turns out to be what they want it to be. And ultimately, listeners, what is that? A championship. And at this point here in Houston, you just want to get to a damn conference title game at first. Like, that should be still the goal before you even make it to an NFL Super Bowl. But they want to make sure that their investment turns out to be everything that they hoped it can be, especially considering how much money Cunningham, Watson, and Tunsil takes up for the next couple of years. And on top of that, they still have to make sure that their A franchise quarterback investment stays happy. Because if he endures another season and a half of what's going on right now, we're going to hear things. We're probably going to hear things in this offseason. So I'm, kudos to Cal McNair. Kudos to uh, everyone that says, you know what, we can't do this process without number four being involved. Well, if we do start hearing things this offseason, I believe that is going to come from J.J. Watt's camp and not Deshaun Watson's camp because, hell, Watt doesn't have the amount of time to spend in this league as Deshaun Watson at this stage in his career. So I'm not too worried about that right now. But what I do want to say is this. With Deshaun Watson having a voice in the Texans' next head coaching hire, I believe that Eric Bieniemy is going to be the Texans' next head coach because Watson, on so many occasions, has endorsed Bieniemy to become Houston's next head coach. Not only are we hearing it from Watson, we, John, you and I, we literally had Quincy Avery here on, on this show, his quarterback coach, somebody who knows Deshaun Watson personally. He said to himself, Eric B. Enemy. And, you know, we're hearing it from other guys like Justin Reed. But personally, not only do I think this is a wise move, but it shows that he is trying to right the wrong and steer this organization back into a a respected direction or at least back into the direction where his father Bob Magnair had this organization prior to his death and including your franchise star in any important personnel decision beyond a head coach it just shows that he respects Deshaun Watson's opinion as the leader of this team and not someone you're just using to use the likeness of his image just to plaster over NRG Stadium and across billboards in Houston just to sell tickets because it's great for your business. Any decision that this franchise make moving forward, Deshaun Watson needs to be included. You don't have to kiss his ass and give him everything that we want because <laughs> there's another team in Houston who gave their franchise star everything. I knew you were going to do that. He I knew wanted. you were going to do that. But look, I knew you were going to do that. There's another team in Houston that gave their franchise star everything he wanted, wanted, whether it made sense or not. They did it and look where it happened. They still didn't get a championship out of it. Now that organization in the midst of turmoil. But you have to take into account Deshaun Watson's value. Who is the most important player in this organization? Deshaun Watson. 
worth noting that Eric Miami was asked about the positions and he mentioned, and I quote, I'm a patient man. I love that because honestly, coming here to town, you're going to have patience. You're going to need patience rather. So him and the next general manager will need patience moving forward. You're going to have wings. You come to Houston, you're going to have wings, right? You got the 56, 18 wings, which all y'all need to try. You're going to have wings at dreams. You're going to have good food. Sean Watson just opened up uh, one of those hot dog places. I forgot the name, but that's popular. Opened up, not down, not too far from NRG. You're going to have pretty women. You're going to have a good, you know, sense of place to go. A lot of places to go and have fun in Houston. With all those things you're going to have, you're going to need patience. And I like that. I like that he's a patient man. And I don't think um, I don't think it's fair to rush a first time head coach like Airbnb, Eric Bieniemy if he gets that opportunity. And I also think that because of the limitations of opportunities that black assistant coaches have, give him that time for you to be patient with him because he's walking into a crap show just like you're inviting him in. So that's worth noting as well. Listen up, guys. Don't forget to check out the Locked On Texans podcast throughout the week. We're going to continue with, especially on our Friday show. Check out the Friday show. That's normally our fun shows. The injury report going into Sunday's matchup. Any other news that comes about with the Houston Texans. And most importantly, which we're going to get to now, who will primarily get more opportunities to play on the field Sunday? Still haven't seen really any of Isaiah Colton. He was active on Sunday. That really bothers me. John Reed was not active. He was hurt. Haven't seen him get some primary targets. So with, with the injuries sustained on both sides of the ball, we were expecting to see guys play, expecting to see guys maybe switch positions or get more playing time at a position. What are we expecting to see out of our younger guys on Sunday? Because i tell you what, I mentioned this a while ago. But if you're not trusting your second-round pick, especially with the injury to Brandon Dunn, if you're not trusting your second-round pick of Ross Blacklock to get some playing time, then that continuously, and I think at this point, there's nothing much you can do about that trade, but that continuously just, we can crap on that trade more with the trade to Arizona to get that second-round pick. I want to see our young guys play ball. And I think this is a good opportunity because you're going to play up against a team that no matter what happens, as long as there's football, you're going to play this team twice a year. And then afterwards, you have the Cincinnati Bengals, who's a very bad team. And I think that's a perfect opportunity for them to play some football against a very bad team so they can get some confidence, maybe build off of that confidence to end the season off and take it into next year. But players like Lonnie Johnson, I want to see him step up. I want to see an interception. I want to see some turnovers, and I want to see Lonnie Johnson use his physical abilities to become a better defensive back for this team. And he's one of those players on my list that I can't wait to see blossom. The problem is, are we going to see it? I'm not sure. Cody, I'm sure you have your own particular set of players that you want to see maybe get more playing time or just improve on their play within the last three games of the year. I'm sure listeners who may be fed up at this point with this team still have guys that they want to see play, right? Because we were really out of it when Kiki QT started to get playing time. But how many listeners do you see constantly say, we want to see what Kiki QT has? Finally saw him play. Now they're happy. Everybody wants to, aha, I knew it. I told you so moment. What are yours? 
Well, it's just the same guys I've been dying to see all season, especially after the after the 0-4 start. And it looked like this was going to be a season where the Houston Texans were going to just be out there on the field just playing just for pride. Um, the same guys as always, Scotty Phillips, John Reed, Isaiah Coulter. And every time either myself or one of the other reporters asks Romeo Cannell, you know, what's the likelihood we will see this player? What's the likelihood we, we're going to see that player? He will always say that it depends on the, the their practice. You know, he, he's always talking about what they're doing or not doing at practice. But here we are. Three games left into the regular season. You know you still have more evaluations to do. The majority of your first and second string players are on IR. I just don't know what other excuses Romeo Cannell and this Texans in the Texans coaching staff are going to use to keep these guys from seeing the field. And you know, we talk about young guys, you know, we always talk about the either the rookies or the second year player like Alani Johnson Jr. But the one guy I want to see actually get more playing time more than anybody in these last three games is Jacob Martin, because I feel that he is the type of guy that can make so much noise in these last three games to the point he's going to have a solid rotation role within this organization in 2021 especially when you take a look at the lack of production from the guy that's in front of him, i.e. Whitney Merciless. We talked about Deshaun Watson and J.J. Watt sitting down to prevent them from getting injured, but I think there's more guys who also should be set down these last three games, like a like a Whitney Merciless, like a David Johnson, like a Duke Johnson, because we need to really get down and see, okay, what do we have from these young guys and even some of the guys that you're calling up from the practice squad? Because Chad Henson, <laughs> in the two games that we saw, especially the first game against the Indianapolis Colts, I would much rather see him next season over Randall Cobb. And I know that might throw some people off. But yes, and I know it's only been two games. But take a look at the production that he has provided this team versus what Randall Cobb has given this team. And to your point, we have to evaluate the entire running back position because the possibility of not having any of these guys on the roster next year should be pretty high. I would love to retain Duke Johnson. Well, let me just say this. I would love to retain Duke Johnson as well, but you might as well say David Johnson is coming back because who's going to pay that salary? And that's that. (laughs) That's another (laughs) another example of Bill O'Brien. Bingo. We had the we had gang guys trending for a while. We need Bill O'Brien's botches. Oh my gosh, Bill <laughs> O'Brien's <you> botches. <laughs> that is what we need. God, how many botches? For every Bill O'Brien botch, you should buy a beer. I like that. There's a lot of bees in there. A lot of bees in there. <laughs> but you have to evaluate a lot of things, like whether or not you can move on from running the car and, and, and make and make a trade with somebody. Right, because honestly, if it counts against you in the cap, you need to keep them. You don't have a lot uh, with the Houston's background of players getting injured or suspended. You know, you you make sure you got to keep guys around. But there's a lot of hidden talent on this team. Maybe we just need to see it. I'm John, some sports guy Hickman. Follow us on Twitter at Locked On Texans. My partner Cody Davis. Listen, man, this guy works day and night. He wakes up early in the morning. He does Rockets, you know, information. He's a, he's a beat writer for the Rockets, writes for the Texans, 
on them press conference calls with Zoom calls, and he, he does everything, and his work can be found on social media. Cody, where can they find you? At Cody Davis underscore 24. Once again, that's Cody, C-O-T-Y-D-A-V-I-S underscore 24. Until next time, ladies and gentlemen, peace. You are Locked On Texans, your daily podcast on the Houston Texans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.